Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Great is the Lord. On a far-off island, thousand miles from here, stands an inscription. It was set up at the corner of a new road cut through a tropical jungle and bears the words, The Road of the Loving Heart. The inscription goes on to read, Remembering the great love of His Highness, Tusitela, and His loving care when we were in prison and sore distress. We have prepared Him an enduring present, this road which we have dug. This is the story of that road. A number of years ago, a Scotman, broken in health and expecting an early death, sought out this lonely spot because the climate was favorable to disease from which he suffered. He bought an estate of several hundred acres and threw himself earnestly into the lives of the natives. There was great division among the many chiefs and the prolonged warfare. Soon the chiefs found this man to be their best friend. They began coming to him for counsel. He was their hero, and they loved him, and they trusted him. When the war ceased, the chiefs of both sides called him by name of their own and made him one of them, thus conferring upon him the highest honor 
within their power. But many of the chiefs were imprisoned because of their political views and in constant danger of being put to death. Their sole friend, the Scotsman, whom they called Tusitella, visited them, comforted them, and at length he obtained their freedom. With gratitude they began the road. Many of them were old and had little strength, but they labored for weeks in the terrible heat. They did not cease until their handiwork, which they called the road of the loving heart, was finished. Not long after, the Scotsman suddenly died. At the news, the native chief from all parts of the island came and stood over the body. One of them threw himself on his knees and cried out, Behold, Tusitella is dead. We were in prison and he cared for us. The day was no longer than his kindness. So the chiefs took their friend to the top of a steep mountain and they buried him there. The civilized world also mourned the death of this man. His name to them was Robert Louis Stevenson. But the Samoans mourned their loss not because of his writing talents, but because he had a loving heart. They were grateful for the kindness he showed them. God the Father sent his Son the world to die for mankind. Have you thanked him for his kindness to you? Listen now as Larry Grable sings for us this beautiful song entitled, He Giveth More Grace. He giveth more grace When the burdens grow greater He sendeth more strength when the labors increase. To added affliction, he addeth his mercy. To multiply trials, his multiplied peace. His love has no limit, his grace has no measure. His power has no boundary known unto men. For out of his infinite riches in Jesus, he giveth and giveth and giveth exhausted our store of endurance when our strength has failed ere the day is half done when we reach the end of our hoarded resources our father's full giving is only begun his love has no limit His grace has no measure, His power has no boundary known unto men. For out of His infinite riches in Jesus, He giveth and giveth and
you are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Buddy Hand and Jeremy Hetrick play for us the trumpet this wonderful medley, Blessed Assurance.
in June 1956, Mrs. Ella Craig was featured in many newspaper articles around the country. She was 81 years old and had not missed Sunday school in 1,040 Sundays, a perfect record for 20 years. As a result of these articles, the following appeared in many church bulletins at that time. What's the matter with Mrs. Craig? Doesn't she ever have company on Sunday to keep her away from church? Doesn't she ever go anywhere on Saturday night and wake up tired on Sunday morning? Doesn't she ever have headaches or colds, nervous spells, tired feelings, upset stomach, sudden calls, out of town, business trips, Sunday school picnics, or any trouble of any kind? Doesn't she have friends who invite her to a weekend trip to the seashore or to the mountains? Doesn't she ever sleep in on Sunday mornings? Doesn't ever rain or snow on Sundays where she lives? Doesn't she ever get her feelings hurt by someone at church? Doesn't she ever get mad at the preacher or Sunday school teacher? Doesn't she have a radio or television so she can listen to some good sermons at home? Doesn't she ever have any family reunions, homecomings, or birthday dinners on Sunday? What is the matter with Mrs. Craig? It is sad but true that the average believer is very lackadaisical about his church and Sunday school attendance. That which should come first is put first only if nothing else comes up. What about you? Are you going to be in Sunday school and church this morning? Listen to the words of this lovely song as John and Penny Harris, Cheryl Howman, and Larry Grable sing for us, Hide Me, Rock of Ages. Blessed Rock of Ages, Rock of Ages, I am trusting now, dear Lord, in Thee. Dear Lord, in Thee, I'm trusting. Keep me till my journey's ended. Journey's ended. Keep me till Thy blessed face I see. Hide me, O blessed Rock of Ages, hide me till Thy blessed Thy face I see in glory When the storm around me rages Round me rages, blessed rock of ages Hide thou me Keep me when the storm clouds gather Storm clouds gather, keep me Till the sun comes shining through Comes shining through the shadows Keep me till my work is over Work is over, keep me Till I bid this world adieu Hide me, O blessed rock of ages Hide me till thy blessed I see in glory when the storm around me rages, round me rages, blessed rock of ages, hide thou me. When my journey is completed, is completed, Savior, and there's no more work to do, no work to do, O oh blessed Savior, guide my weary spirit, weary spirit to that Hide me, O blessed rock of ages, 
beside me till thy blessed face I see. Thy face I see in glory when the storm around me rages. Around me rages, blessed rock of ages. Blessed rock of ages. Hide me, rock of ages. Hide thou me. Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Olivet Discourse, the Second Coming of Christ. Matthew chapter 24, verse 27. For as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even to the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Mark chapter 13, verses 24 through verse 27. But in those days after that tribulation, the sun shall be darkened and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars of heaven shall fall and the powers that are in heaven shall be shaken. And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he shall send his angels and shall gather together his elect from the four winds from the uttermost parts of the earth to the uttermost parts of heaven. Luke chapter 21 verses 27 and 28. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. During our study on rightly dividing the word of truth for five weeks in 2018, we studied some of the differences between the rapture of the church, the body of Christ, and the second coming of Christ. I remind you, the rapture of the church, the body of Christ, is not the second coming of Christ. As the believers in the dispensation of God's grace, we are not looking for the second coming. The second coming is not the hope of the church, the body of Christ. These terms are not interchangeable. Some Bible teachers believe and teach the pre-tribulation rapture of the church, the body of Christ, but I also use the terms the rapture and the second coming as interchangeable. The rapture is not the first phase of the second coming. The word of God, the scripture of truth is quite clear on this subject. Those words, such as the first phase of the second coming, or that he comes first for the church and then comes and returns with the church, might be man's interpretation, man's thinking, but they are not God's. The second coming of Christ is clearly a part of the prophetic scriptures. Just to share some verses of scripture, and I encourage you to be reading and go in your Bible and open up to these verses of scripture. But Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 3. In Daniel chapter 2, verse 44 and 45, the smiting stone. Remember, in Nebuchadnezzar's image, you ha- in his dream, you had the image, and then you had the stone, and the stone comes, and it smites the image in the toes, and the image is pulverized, and the stone becomes a mountain and fills the whole earth. The smiting stone there is the Lord Jesus Christ. Becoming a great mountain is really the millennial kingdom reign of Christ. Daniel chapter 7, verse 13 and 14 In Daniel chapter 8, verse 25, he stands up against the prince of prince. That's the Antichrist standing up against the prince of prince, the second coming of Christ. 
Daniel chapter number 9, verse 24, the 70 weeks, 70 weeks were determined upon Daniel's people in Daniel's city. And after those 70 weeks, six things were supposed to occur. One of those being the everlasting righteousness, and that's tied in with the kingdom, and it'd be tied into what? The second coming of Christ. In Zechariah 14, verse 4, his feet will stand upon the Mount of Olives. Psalm 2, verse number 6. Psalm 24, verses 7 to 10, it talks about the King of glory and the King of glory coming in. Isaiah chapter 63, beginning in verse 1. Who is he that cometh from Edom? Not in any of those Bible verses. Not in any Bible verses, even during the earthly ministry of Christ, those Bible verses we're referring to in the Old Testament. Is there any reference to the church, the body of Christ, meeting the Lord in the air, what we refer to as the rapture? And someone might protest, someone might say, Well, Pastor, what about John 14, verses 1 to 3? Let's read John 14, verses 1 to 3. Let not your heart be troubled. You believed in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. And some would say the Father's house is in heaven. The mansions are the mansions which God's building for us. After all, there are so many hymns that talk about these mansions, these mansions of glory that we're going to have out there in heaven and throughout all eternity. And then he states he will come again. Well, let me ask you a question. What is the Father's house? Is it one rule of interpretation to understand what the writer has talked about and, and stay within the book of John? In John chapter 2, verse 16, you say, what are you talking about? Let me read John two sixteen. And he said unto them that sold doves, Take these things hence, and make not my Father's house a house of merchandise. In the same book of John, 12 chapters earlier, in John 2, the Father's house was clearly the physical temple in Jerusalem. Let me ask you, by what right, what authority, does anyone have to change the Father's house from the temple and make it heaven in John 14. The reference to the words that he will come again is a reference to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you go back in the Olivet Discourse, as recorded in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, he talks upon that the Son of Man will be coming with the power and the, you know, the signs. The Son of Man. He is not the Son of Man to the church. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the head over the church, the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty one. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not sleep, but we all shall be changed. The word mystery means a secret and nothing that is dark or mysterious. What's the point? The rapture of the church, the body of Christ, was a mystery, a secret until it was revealed to the Apostle Paul. If the Word of God calls the rapture, the coming of Christ for the church, a mystery, a secret, how could any Bible verses in the Old Testament, in Matthew, Mark, or Luke, or John, ever be a reference to it? You can go over into the Epistles, 1st and 2nd Peter, 
first, second, third John, you go to the book of Revelation. Those are references to the second coming of Christ and not the hope of the church, the body of Christ. You read, and I encourage you to read 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 14 down to verse 17. Verse 14 says, If we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Verse 15, For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive remain to the coming Lord shall not prevent them which sleep. We say this to you by the word of the Lord. So there's a clear difference, and we're going to continue looking at the life of Christ and the Olivet Discourse. Some might talk about the days of Noah. We're going to study that later in Matthew chapter 24. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? The Lord Jesus Christ came into this world. He died on the cross and through his death, burial, and resurrection, you can have salvation. Won't you believe and trust him right now, right where you're at? And for Christians, we need to keep studying God's word. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus.